What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Three Guys from the South Side. My name is Mike Merrick, coming to you live today from 179th and Wolf Road here in Orland Park, uh, enjoying the South Suburbs. I had a heck of a weekend last weekend, boys, not only in a gambling uh, sense, but also in a personal sense. I'm excited to share more, but first, uh, Champaign, Illinois, boys, Bernardi, boys, how we doing? I'm doing good. Um, I've battled. I've battled through this podcast. I've had an eye injury. I've dealt with internship interviews, finals, but this is probably uh, my Magna Carta game right here. I was all out last night in St. Louis. Would have spent the t- day down there and enjoyed the evening, but um, I had to drive back up to Champaign for this podcast. Uh, still hungover, battling, but I'm ready to give it my all. This is MJ Game Seven, '98 NBA Finals for me. Uh- I can't let it slide. It's it's magnum opus. It's not your Magna Carta. The Magna Carta was twelve fifteen, the first government ever put in place. Uh, yeah, but but yeah, it's your Magna Carta. Okay, great. Uh, King King Louis or something, one of them kings in twelve fifteen. So of course, right on cue, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Dave, Dave Omicron. Uh, I'm not crying. You're crying. I'm not crying. You're crying, Dave. I know you don't have the COVID nineteen Omicron variant. <laughs> I mean, I might. I'm just not getting tested. I mean, don't ask, don't tell, don't look. We just don't look, and it doesn't happen. It's the same thing as like with my pit stains. If I don't lift up my pit, I don't. There are not any sweats in there. We're good. I love it. I love it. It was fun seeing you guys last week, though. Uh, and I mean, you guys saw the uh, the special holiday gift that I provided to you yeah. guys as a surprise. So you guys can hey. talk about it if you'd like. Yeah, I, I, it was I, great. I, I would, and for our listeners, we've got an amazing merch item that we're dropping. Uh, check out our Instagram. Uh, today's the 23rd. Check it out on the 24th. Uh, look, our, the 15th person to DM uh, us on Instagram is going to get one of these fantastic uh, hoodies here. Uh, actually, sweatshirts. There's no hood on this. Uh, with the three guys from the South Side, a nice little QR code that takes you right to Apple iTunes. Skip. Uh, skip the advertisement, though. We didn't pay extra for that. Um, look, these things are so, super. We're running this podcast lean right now. We couldn't pay up to have the QR code work the entire time. It's it's fine. It's fine. You know what? In a couple more episodes, we're going to hit the big 50. Uh, who knows? We might give a couple more of these away. I'm excited. That Dave, that was that was definitely not the highlight of my of my my weekend, though. Uh, it, it, it's a great gift. Very thoughtful idea from you. But let me tell you. I danced with the most beautiful blonde-haired woman. I already heard about this. Saturday I already night. heard about this. My mom told me. Oh my God, Bobby Bernardi! <laughs> I asked. I, I said, "Hey, hey, Bobby, can you save me a dance?" And then, and then, I swear to you, swear to God, I, I, I didn't tell you this part, Dave. Mike Bernardi looks at me. He goes, "Yeah, you're gonna have to pay me a little, though, huh?" <laughs> and started laughing and just walked away. I lost it. Anyways, got it. Wait great. a minute, Mikey. Big Mike offered you an indecent proposal. <laughs> an indecent proposal is fantastic. Anyways, had a great dance with Mrs. B. Had a great time. Congrats again to the Aspens. Um, great, great time being in Iowa City. But Dave, I, I, boys, sorry, I had to share that with you. Your mom's, I, your mom's an absolute fox on the dance floor. So, <laughs> no, I heard it was a good time, and uh, congrats to Dan Aspen too, and uh, Rick Aspen and Mrs. Aspen as well. Great family. Great family. Great family. Um, Dave, you want to give us a quick recap from uh, last weekend? Uh, look, before you do that, though, I do want to mention that I'm absolutely back on the gambling. I had a three-team parlay for uh for six sheets the other the other day i'm so back um we're getting all we're getting all of our money back from grand rapids but uh, i'm sure listen (laughs) it's a it's a festivist miracle if that's actually happening 
congratulations on the big hit. Merrick, is the package actually left his desk though, or is it just stuck there for the holidays? Oh no. Hey, no. Hey, <laughs> hey, jokes on me. I'm still a please send. Even after even after a six unit win. So uh, look, we're still chipping away. We're, we're still chipping away. So Dave, hit us with a recap from last weekend. Sure. Quickly here, Blaze in uh, college, you went two and zero, one and two in the NFL uh, for a, for a nice solid three and two weekend. You are 46, 30 and one all day. That's good for a 60% clip still top dog by far. Uh, similar to you. I went uh, two and one in college and then two and two in the NFL for a real nice uh, four and three weekend. I am now at about 463 with the winning percentage and then bring up the rear. Stop me if you've heard this before. Mikey actually had a really nice win. Uh, you were 2-0 and in, in college, and then you went 1-1 one and one in the NFL. So, again, just we were really solid last week. You're now 39-57-1. That's good for 385 winning percentage. So we're all still within about the same of each other. We had a nice weekend last week then, though. If I'm betting 400 by the end of this, I think I'll be satisfied, to be to be honest with you. Um, you know, still be a lot down every year, but it is what it is. That said, though, look, we're going to preview – College, college football bowl games from the 27th through the 30th. Uh, for our listeners, we are going to cover all the New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, uh, all those bowls uh, in next week's episode. So that said, Dave, do you want to get us started off? Who do you like in the, in, in the next couple of days from a bowl game standpoint? There's a lot of great action uh, on the card. And, and again, I think all three of us have some good picks, but kick us off, buddy. Sure. So uh, you'll see, I put in here that uh, the theme of my picks for college this week are sometimes you actually got to go back to move forward. And that's going to be the recurring theme throughout this whole thing. So let me start with uh, the, my first pick here. And we're going to the Cheez-It Bowl. Anyone who's a gambler remembers the Cheez-It Bowl a couple years ago. It was the single worst bowl game of all time. There was like eight turnovers. There was like maybe 13 points scored. It in went overtime. to overtime. It went to overtime. And still hit the under, and the over under was in was maybe thirty six. So we're gonna go back to that cheese it ball this year. The cheese it ball has moved; it's now in Orlando. It's not in uh, Arizona anymore. The teams playing in are Iowa State and Clemson. So after going back to our uh, year end review of the preseason picks, I remembered that Iowa State was one of our darlings to begin with, and uh, we're going back to the well on them. Brock Purdy, it's his final game probably. As, as Iowa State's quarterback. So we're going to go with him. It's the send-off for him, so we got to go with him. And I'm also going to go with the over in that game. So the over is 44. Iowa State plus one, over 44 in the cheese of bowl. So Dave, I got I some action on that. I'm sorry, Mike. I got some action on that game, too, and you kind of highlighted it as well. Brock Purdy has fucked this whole podcast this whole entire year. I just can't get on him anymore. I'm going to have to quit it. But um, I'm going to go the other way just because the Cheez-It Bowl at Chase Bank Stadium set the precedent for the under. I'm going under 44 in this game again. I can't see any of the – we've talked about Clemson's quarterback since the preseason. We're not a fan. Brock Purdy is probably due for two and a half, two interceptions and a fumble. I'm going to take the under 44, and I don't even think it's going to be close in that game. And, Mike, sorry to interrupt you, but go right ahead. No, no. and You brought up the point. Like, Brock Purdy has done nothing for me in the last 18 months. He's one of those guys like I just – He's like Bo Nix. I, I I just I'm not betting him, right? And like I'm I'm going against I'm going against them. I I like uh, I like Clemson, and not to mention Clemson in the in the back half of the season. Everybody counted them out. They looked good. They had a little bit of a resurgence. They they beat the crap out of out of Wake Forest, who again, a you know in the grand scheme of things, probably a mediocre team, but good at the time. 
Um, so yeah, look, I, I, I like Clemson in this one. It's only a point. I'd be happy to give that up to, to see a W in the Cheese Bowl. But Davey, you've got two other big ones on the card. One that you and I are both well on a little bit of different sides here. Um, this is making me feel good that you guys are on opposite sides of me. I'm feeling this makes me feel better about my picks. Welcome um, to me, uh, the first 15 weeks of the season. It hey, should be hey. a good sign. I still have 10 picks to make in our uh, in our big pool. I made Memphis today. Um, that's that's tomorrow. So I think the rest of my picks are going to be based off of what games I can actually watch and pay attention to, and that's about it. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Continuing on our theme of you got to go back to move forward. I am going with uh, Oregon plus four and a half against Oklahoma. All year we've faded Oklahoma and said they stuck. Uh, what bowl is this? Do you know? Alamo Bowl. It's the Alamo Bowl. Remember the Alamo. Remember the Alamo. So I'm going with Oregon plus four and a half. Um, one of the reasons that I'm going with Oregon here too is both teams are going going to have interim head coaches. And I think it, it isn't, isn't uh, Bob Stoops going to be coaching for Oklahoma? Yes. So that'll be fun. Interesting. But, but one of the, the guy who's going to be uh, the interim for Oregon, his name is Brian McClendon. He actually was the interim head coach for Georgia the year that Mark Richt left. So he's done this before, and they won the, ta- the, the Tax Slayer Bowl that year. So I'm going to go with Oregon. I'm going to fade Oklahoma because we faded them all year. One last time, let's go with the Oregon Ducks. You know who's going to be on that sideline for Oregon, too? Uh, our boy Bo Nix walking the sideline. <laughs> I can't believe he's transferring there. Talking about have to go back to go forward, transferring to the team he first beat in his first uh, career collegiate start. That's kind of I know. I saw that next year. I saw that uh, highlight when they were talking about that. And I remember that game. It was like the very first game of the season. Wasn't it one of those that was like the standalone Mm -hmm. Sunday night game or whatever? Because it was Labor Day weekend. Yeah, Dave, you got one more um, game in this for Bulls, and me and Merrick are actually on the opposite side, so uh, you can go first. Sure. So my last pick here is is Auburn. I'm taking Auburn because one of the stats I saw today was Dana Holgerson is 1-7 against the spread in bowl games. I also don't think that Houston's very good. They haven't beat anybody. Not that Auburn has, but they looked a lot better in the most recent game against um, against Alabama. I know recency bias. They've got their one quarterback. I forget what his name is, but he's the kid that they put in after Bo Nix collapsed, as usual, Mikey's best friend. Um, Auburn minus two and a half. I think the talent gap is going to be pretty big here between SEC and Houston, who is going to be in the Big 12, and it's a really prove it game for them. I'm going against them. I'm taking Auburn. The other thing is it's the Birmingham Bowl, so it's in Birmingham, Alabama. This might as well be a home game for Auburn. Uh, so that's the only reason that I, I highly consider not betting this game, but I can't go against Houston here. And Auburn's been so bad all like all season long, minus the Alabama game. They're not playing for anything. They had a very underperforming season. Their quarterback's leaving. Like they're just a busted, busted team. And I, I think Houston's got something to play for here. Eleven and two would be a good way for them to, to to beat a a historical prolific SEC team. Not to mention to an offense that puts up thirty eight points per game. So uh, look, I, I think all signs. For for me at least, point to point to the two and a half points, uh, in in the in the Houston Cougars. Boys, what what else do you have on Houston? I know yeah, Mary, just they, to kind of put the cherry on top of the dessert you were making. Um, I I why does Auburn want to be here? Their their playoff, their national championship game was against Alabama, and they lost that game. Their quarterback left. Their running backs transferring. He entered the transfer portal. That new coach, I don't think they're a fan of. Who went six and six the first year. I don't see the motivation for Auburn. Houston wants to beat a power five team. They want to be here. They don't care. It's the Birmingham bowl or whatever it is. 
I like Houston plus two and a half, and I think they'll win outright. Just Auburn just doesn't want to be there. They want to start their um, holiday season early. Yeah, I could I could agree with you more. I I love Houston here. Um, I do have a couple a, a couple others actually. Um, I, I know we we talked about Houston and, and Clemson as well, but um, boys, one of the ones that I I had on my card was his SMU team, and and granted, a little little homer bias here, but they're playing in the Fenway Bowl. They're getting two and a half points. Yes, they're going to be playing in some colder weather. Um, do they look great down the stretch? Probably not, but they're also playing a, a terrible defense in Virginia, one who, if I'm not mistaken, gave up 20-plus points to a, a lackluster Illinois offense earlier this year. So all signs to me point to SMU on this, two and a half points. I, neither of you guys look like you have it on your card, but any any thoughts on this game? I, I've never – is this the first year they're doing the Fenway Bowl, by the way, or is this, has it been going for a few years? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they've, they've played this before. Yeah, I know they did something at Yankee Stadium, but I don't know about here. But Merrick, I think you kind of hit hit it. Like um, Virginia, their coach resigned. I think he was just kind of burnt out and left. So they'll have an interim coach here. I think SMU will want to be playing. Um, Sonny Dykes also left too, excuse me. So we have two interim coaches coaching this game. I think you go with the over too. Like SMU loves to score points. Virginia's defense is non-existent. We can go with that. And then you got one more two on the card, right? You got yeah. And this one I think is an absolute no doubter, and it's Michigan State minus two and a half. Um, they're in the Peach Bowl against Pitt. Look, with Kenny Pickett getting ready for the draft, um, and and not to mention Keaton Slovis from USC has, has committed to going to Pitt. You've got a a backup and Nick Patey playing quarterback. Like if you're Pitt, like yeah, you had a great team. Like your your numbers look great on paper, but you're putting in a guy who hasn't played like barely anything all season. I think no doubt you got about Mel Tucker and, and, and the Spartans in this one. Two and a half points is. Uh, is nothing in my mind. Yeah, no, I think you're right too. Like, um, I I think I heard too, like the Kenny Pickett Joe Burrow comparison. I, I honestly love that. But yeah, I don't blame Kenny Pickett and I don't blame Walker, the running back in Michigan State, for sitting this game out. Let these guys relax. They deserve it. They carried their team all season. Congrats on them getting drafted to the NFL and uh, they're getting paid. Definitely, boys. You got a couple others on the card that uh, are kind of jumping out at me. Uh, first off, this Maryland game. We've yeah, been I, I, with Maryland all year. Wow. Yeah, I can't quit Maryland, and I kind of nailed Virginia Tech, so I'm just kind of going for the grand slam to finish off the season. I like Maryland minus three and a half. They're a talented team. Their first bowl game in a while. They're going to want to be here to win. Mike Loxley wants to win his first career bowl game ever, too. And Virginia Tech is just kind of a team in purgatory right now. They're looking for – they just hired a new coach. I don't think it's the guy they wanted. Their quarterback transfer too, just like Auburn. I like Maryland to win this game. It opened at minus one, and now it's all the way up to three and a half. So that's kind of surprising. And then I'm going to go – I got two more games we didn't talk about already. Um, I like Western Michigan minus six and a half against Nevada. Nevada has a quarterback, um, not just making this comparison because it's the Mountain West Conference, Carson Strong. Um, he's going pro. He's sitting out this bowl game. Once again, don't blame him either. I think Western Michigan and the Mac are going to um, win this one and get it back because uh, Wyoming absolutely obliterated Kent State. So um, the Mac is, is that official that he's sitting out? Because I thought, yeah, I he's sitting out. Okay. I, yeah, he's sitting out. Um, so that's the reason why I'm taking him. If Carson Strong decides to play for some reason, I have bad information. I would take this game off the board. But seeing the spread minus six and a half, I can't see Nevada being. Um, Nevada expecting him to play. And then lastly, this game is um, a public pick, I know, but Texas Tech and Mississippi State, the over is only 58. This doesn't make sense to me because these teams love to throw the ball, and if the ball is incomplete, the clock is stopping. So I can see them having a 
three and out drive that lasts 15 seconds, and that's not going to impact the total at all. Give me over 58. This is probably one of my stronger plays I'd make in the college bowl game. So that just kind of wraps it up right there. I feel is like that, this, is that going to be a big boy bet? It might be. I don't know yet. I feel like I'm doing a big public play here. If something's wrong, it opened at 60. It's down to 58. I don't know what I'm missing here. That's the thing. But we'll see how it goes. We still have some ammo left, but um, go from there. I, I hope you have some ammo left. There was a lot of ammo. You you just stocked up for a couple of years on ammo. Yeah, I kind of got drunk and did some stupid shit last weekend. But Oh, I'm, I'm, oh well. I'm, I am blown away by that statement. I am absolutely blown away. What did you yeah. do? Vic Fangio, Vic Fangio fucked me. That's what he did. Oh, our no. precious, his precious metals are caught up in China, so he couldn't make more ammo. That's the issue. It's supply chain issues. Yeah, America, no, I was gonna, and get I was, him over there. I was gonna say though, like the problem with the the four days worth of bulls that we're looking at now is it's a lot of power conference teams that are six and six wins, seven wins, eight wins, and Just we bet so often have to make so many. We have to bet so many teams on here, but it's almost it's almost impossible to pick a team on this sheet that when you're looking at all the teams and say they didn't burn me at some point during the year because they're so like most of these teams are middling. And if you're on them a decent amount, you got fucked at some point. I know it's luck. Like honestly, I loved Pitt last year and they screwed me. I didn't touch them this year, but then look, I loved the Dallas this year and they were like nine and zero against the spread the first nine weeks and they were great to me. It's hit or miss, love hate. Yeah, there's a lot of other good games out here. Um, I mean, none of us – we didn't talk about Wisconsin, Arizona State. Those are two of our teams that we liked earlier in the year. They're yeah, and we're staying away because they burned us so much. I, I, I don't understand that spread. I can see that game being 9-6, though. I'll tell you that right now. I just thought of this just because Jack Cohen, I know, went to uh, – Jack Cohen, starting quarterback for Wisconsin, went to Notre Dame. Thinking about <laughs> Notre Dame, I did see today that Ian Book – is potentially going to start for the New Orleans Saints this weekend? I guess. Oh, yeah, I was wondering. Okay, so today, come on. I didn't look at any of the NFL lines. This is a good segue to go to the NFL. I uh, I didn't look at any of the lines and printed off the sheet, and I just did like my, the thing where you just do what you think the line will be, and then you go see what it is. And for the Saints, I had it minus seven against Miami, and then all of a sudden I looked and it was plus one and a half, and I go, something's wrong here. And I looked at, I finally Googled it, and I saw that both their quarterbacks are out. And Ian fucking Book might get the start. Ian the thing fucking... is, Ian Book can't be worse than Taysom Hill. I don't think so either. He's not going to run as much. It changes the playbook, but you would think he throws he the ball be, better. He would be able to execute like the Jameis Winston playbook better than Taysom Hill can. Yeah, and, and better than Jameis Winston. To be honest. Yeah. So we can let's start here. Let's talk about this Packers Browns game and just all of us kind of talk about what we're thinking about this because it's the the first game on the schedule after tonight. So it's recording this on Thursday night, so it's on Christmas Day at three thirty. Um, first things first, Mike. I know that public Mikey public picks. I love the Packers too, but it just feels like a trap game. So so have you ever on Christmas Day? Have you ever on Christmas? It's like it's noon. You're already done opening your presents. Have you just walked by the Christmas tree one time and just found another present just lodged in the tree? A and Red Rider, a Red Rider BB gun. That's what this is. This is a gift. This is an absolute gift. I love the I love the Packers in this game, and I, I say that because yes, have they been covering what they're eleven and four against the spread this year? Is that right? Something like that. They're one of the best in the NFL. Yeah. Right. Yeah, d- didn't cover last week on you know a, a got backdoor bad. Yeah, backdoor pretty think. bad. I, I, I would agree because I was on him. Look, I don't think that happens this week. 
I don't have I, I, it's a mediocre Browns team with a banged up offense. Like I, I, I just don't see Aaron losing this week. Not on Christmas. He, he's, he is a spotlight player. When he's in America's spotlight, spotlight like this, he's gonna take it away from Santa, and he's gonna be, he's gonna be the star of the day. Yeah, just for me on this game, I think both these teams, their best offense is humming. They both like to run the ball and drain the clock. I think forty-seven is too high. Open at forty-four and a half. I think I don't understand the logic. And then just so, also looking at me is something I see Green Bay's cover the spread, the, hit the over like four straight games, so they're due for an under. So that doesn't make a lot of sense. But Cleveland so, has a good defense. Green Bay has a good defense. I take under forty-seven. I think it's too high. I'm on the under with you, and I think I had in their show notes here, I saw it at 46 earlier today, and now it's up to 47. So exactly to the points we've been making, I think it's a trap bet, and it seems too good to be true that the Packers are only minus seven, seven and a half in this game. Um, so it just scares me in that sense. So I'm going to go take a total in it. It's a standalone game uh, at 3 o'clock there, so you're going to have to bet it to bet, have some action out there. I'm taking the under as well for everything you just said, Blaze. It's the Browns are on a very short week. They got moved up to Monday night, and now they're having to play on Saturday. Who Tuesday. knows what that offense is going to look like? They, oh, no, they no, played no, on Monday. No, it's equivalent playing Sunday to Thursday, essentially. Right. It's really tough. But Green Bay doesn't have that issue. Green Bay played, played the day before, and Green Bay's at home, right? True. So it's just, it's, I don't know. I don't, I'm with you. I don't see, and Green Bay's got a good defense. So who knows what's going to happen here? But I, I would just go ahead and take the under in it. If it ends up going over, at least it'll be a fun game. But I think you take the under to, to hedge away from being so scared of the Packers. But I'll probably end up on them anyways after a few cocktails, right? Yeah, yeah I think I, the first quarter we get something like 3 nothing, and we're already ahead of the gun and we just go, okay, we're fine. And right I think now. if anything, I think you buy it down to 7. Buy it down to an even 7 just in case if it is a little bit of a closer, lower scoring game. I, do, a little, do a little same game parlay action out there. One of them. Do do the under and the Packers minus six, and then do Devontae Adams the score. He scores every fucking game. Dave, you said my middle name parlay. Come on, you think? Mikey. Yeah, miracle. Open a legal gambling account in Illinois. Yeah, I, I I have to go all the way up to like Oakbrook or something, right? Oh, that's right. You can't. There was a shooting anymore. at Oakbrook Mall today. Did you see yeah, that at the Starbucks? Yeah, remember my old roommate Fernandez from Iowa? He literally he he, he sent us a, a little dispatch. Said he's, yeah, he's it's like it was like happening as we were about to jump on here, but it was on WGN. Hopefully everybody's all right. Stay safe yeah, out it, there, folks. It, he literally oh. put on Instagram mass casualty. We'll see what actually happens. It seems scary though. So, well, did did, did you did you see the the Hermes in the Prada store got got looted last night? Oh my god, I just. I mean, I, I, I don't want to go down a political rabbit hole here, but I mean, welcome to Cook County, Mike. May, yeah, Mike, okay. you're, you're, you're Mayor Whitey now asking for government help here. Uh, you know, from the net, from the Mike, you're, you're insulated out in the suburbs of the suburbs. We're actually, I'm actually in the suburbs. Then there's Blaze, the other area in Champaign. Then there's you down in Texas. Nobody, you don't mess with Texas. We're a geographically diverse podcast. There's no. There's, <laughs> There's no Omicron variant down in Texas. Geographically diverse, Blaze, not racially diverse at all. <laughs> yep, that's why I said geographically diverse. So um, let's get this started. Let's go back to the sun. Uh, we'll kick it off with the rest of the Sunday games. I'll go first since I went last in college football. Give me these dogs. I love these dogs. Minnesota plus three and a half. I know Dalvin Cook's out, but I still like their backup, Madison. No one's able to run the ball against Arizona, uh, against L.A. in the first place. But they can throw against them, and I think Thielen's going to be back, and Jefferson's going to be back too. I think this is a Kirk Cousins special. No one believes in him. This is when he comes back in and covers for him three and a half, and I think they can win outright too. And this is more of a revenge play. 
I like the Bills plus two and a half. I'm still not sold on New England. I called the Colts Saturday night. That was an easy bet and an easy victory. Give me the Bills plus two and a half. They get revenge. They just need to remember to run the ball because they forgot to do that last time. Run the ball. Let Josh Allen do Josh Allen. I like both these dogs winning outright, but I don't bet the money lines. Give me the spreads. And that's all I got because I can't win a three o'clock um, NFL game to save my life. No. I actually, I like both those sides too. And I didn't talk about the bills in here because I knew that you were going to be on the bills. Yeah. This is kind of like a fading Mac Jones and like the liberal media anointing bill Belichick King already after playing a very easy schedule. So pass on um, time to fade the new England. I think, I think they peaked a little too early and I think they're a little overrated. This game should be a pick them before, before we go into some of these other games, me and America are on opposite sides of a couple of these or on one of them. That makes makes me feel so much better about my picks. I mean, it should, (laughs) what's going on with the jets. How come they're only a pick against the Jaguars? Um, so I think there's a combined 50 different COVID cases between the two teams. So nobody knows who's playing. And then we also have the fact that like Zach Wilson starting to turn into like a di- little diva and people are questioning him, like how good he is. And then we have Jacksonville, who's a complete shit show with um, Trevor Lawrence and the coaches left behind after Urban Meyer. So if there is ever a game to stay away, I don't know how you can bet this game. Both these teams are literally I, tanking I for the number one pick. I don't know how you bet it at all either. And the total, nothing. Just stay away. Yeah, no if dishes, anything, I'd bet nothing. under 10,000 fans sitting in the cold in New Jersey to watch these two teams play. On the day after Christmas. On the day after Christmas. Who wants to go to that? When you could just go sit in the bar and watch Boxing Day. Yeah, Tony Soprano's not coming there. Right. Okay. All right, Mikey, me and you are on opposite sides of this one. I'm taking the Raiders plus one. I think Denver's Denver stinks still. I think the Raiders got a big win against the Browns, and I think that they they can ride a little momentum here. I declared them dead a couple weeks ago, but now I'm back on the other side. I think, similar to Blaze fashion, you get off the ship when you you notice it starting to turn. Once you've been following it, I'm going the opposite. They were dead. I think they're making a little comeback here. I like them better than the Broncos here. I don't think I don't think they can beat that Broncos defense. That Vic Fangio defense is still, I, I know it fucked you last week, boys, but no, Fangio's but, a good defensive coach. It's the offense that's incompetent. Drew Locke stinks. Jerry Judy had zero points, too, for me in my big fantasy league. No one cares about your other fantasy league plays, but they're terrible on offense. They can run the ball, but I don't, their offense is going to be terrible with Drew no, Locke. No, Fangio's in that weird spot where he's hiring his friends, he's hiring an old white guy. And he doesn't want to hire a young gun because he's afraid he's going to take his job and be a good offensive coach. So Fangio went in his comfort zone, and it's going to bite him in the end. And just to, like, sum it up, how I probably should have won this game and won quite a bit of money, they ran a zone read on first and goal at the nine-yard line with Javon, they have Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Drew Locke carried the ball and fumbled it, and they lost 15-10. to 10. That's all you need to know. That's a wild stinks. play. Yeah. I'm, I'm betting on Drew Locke for one reason, and, and her aunt handle is at Natalie Newman. Check it out. I knew that that was going to be it. So oh, it I, I, I was waiting for this. It's like I knew you danced with my mom and you were going to bring it up on the podcast. Like This is like the Instagram handle thing. I knew we were going to bring up why you he, bet Drew Locke because Teddy Bridgewater is like, still in the hospital. He, he calls this the Bobby Bernardi shot because <laughs> he hits it all day long. Donnie McAvoy. Oh, Donnie. Shout out Donnie. I'm not going to see him now this weekend. We're going to have to schedule something else. Fucking uh, Ed uh, Omicron. Fucking that, fucking that, Omicron. Um, Dave, the last game that we have on the card, you and I are both on the same side of Chargers minus 10 at the Texans, a 
COVID-ridden Texans team. Brandon Cooks is out. Uh, a handful of others. I mean, how do you not bet against the Texans, and how do you not bet on a you know pretty stout-looking offense that that the Chargers have right now? The, this is the thing. I've got the Chargers and I've got the Bucks. It's both teams coming off shit losses. That the the Bucks was a shit loss. The Chargers was a tough loss. I just don't see how they either either of these teams. I don't care what the other COVID issues are with their teams. Like I don't see how they both don't come out and steamroll these people. God, so we didn't even talk think, about the Chargers last week. It's it's been a long week. It's been yeah. a very long week. We've had a lot of fun this past week, and we've done a lot of gambling. It's been a ton of fun. I. I will probably both these spreads are at minus ten. I will probably do an alternate spread against like on both of them and do both of them minus thirteen or both of them minus thirteen and a half and parlay them. I love both these teams. I think they're both going to blow them out. But uh, the Bucks are playing Carolina and the Chargers are playing the Texans. Terrible teams. So let's fade the terrible teams. It's been my motto all year. It's always my motto. So let's fade them. I mean, those are big. Those are big spreads. But yeah. then again. After seeing how the favorites have played the last two weeks, I don't, I don't hate it. Yeah, Merrick, I, Dave, I think I'm with you. I, I'd stay away from the Chargers just because they somehow blew a 28 to 21 lead with two minutes left. Um, they're a brutal. They really are a brutal team to bet on. But in general, it seems like it's incompetent, and it's like two different coaching staffs. It's like I, I don't get it. They're one of the more talented teams, but I'd go with Tampa Bay. Like Brady's going to be pissed off losing nine nothing. Like he's probably never been shut out before in the NFL, and. Him and Bruce Arians, I know they're going to be man. Um, they're going to be down, but Carolina starting Sam Darnold again. That's all you need to know. Their season's over. Matt Rule is probably going to get fired. He's in over his head in the NFL. I think Tampa Bay is going to win this game like forty-two to fourteen. I've said that since day one about Matt Rule. I've hated that guy ever since he started bringing his kid on the sidelines at Baylor. Um, well, at least that, that's a Dallas Waco feud. We won't get into that. Yeah, at least, we he didn't bring his, at least he didn't bring his girlfriend's kids on the field. I mean, he wasn't as bad as Coach. Yeah, it's actually his credit. blood. It's actually he his got, blood. He got fired too. Um, boys, going back to the Bucks though, I mean, you also have Chris Godwin out for the rest of the year with that torn ACL. So you lose a pretty big, a pretty big weapon on the outside. Now, granted, they're stacked. Antonio I mean, Brown's oh, coming back though. How about and, yeah? How about you're uh, losing Fournette too, though. You're losing Fournette until the playoffs. Yeah, he's toast. But they're just still Ronald Jones back there. It's still Tom Brady, and Tom Brady's pissed off. I agree. It's pissed off. Tom Brady bet him with the spread. Carolina's in over their heads. That's what I'm saying. I think both these spreads should be 14, and I think the only reason why they're not is one, they're not both on the road. But the Chargers also, as we've said, just can completely botch games. They could lose this game uh, straight up. Or they could win by 30. That's the problem. Yeah, it's almost like you bet the money money line then bet the spread. I, I don't know. There's no middle ground there. No Kansas City action for you this week, Blaze? God, I would, but I saw it at 10 and I liked it because I think Mike Tomlin's a good coach and I'll always have his team ready. But all these COVID things, the line dropped to eight. It's so eight and a half. I saw that eight. Okay. Too scary for me. Hey, I know it's not football related, but did either of you guys see this shit about Mahomes' brother? No, what, what yes, do you know? I saw it with the bar. He some that bar. He, he like posted about some bar. Dave, like, White Sox. Dave retweeted me. But no, like, I know about that one. I didn't know if that was who you guys were talking about. No, he's talking about this bar having terrible service, and then like the the restaurant or bar owner literally tweeted back at him or responded back to him on Instagram and just lit him up, and it was absolutely fantastic. If you haven't seen it, go ahead and check it out. It's all over social media. No, yeah, I saw something. It's like this guy, <laughs> this guy's like born on 
born on third and thought he hit something or whatever it is. I was like, yep, this guy sums it up. I feel bad for Patrick Mahomes. Like, why does he have to deal with that crap? And that was that was during the day of the game, too, and he still balled out. Yeah, so dumb. We got a lot of good picks. In. What's the plans for the holiday? Blaze, you're coming into town. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm staying down here till uh, Christmas morning, going up to Chicago. Uh, my brother's hosting Christmas up in Lincoln Park. Then I'll probably stay up there and then come back down Sunday, and I think we'll be throwing the football down at the football field where I scored two touchdowns, and Mike Merrick's uh, back in his um, high school bedroom still visualizing about scoring his first one. Yeah, so so big goose egg on that scoreboard, folks. We need Dave. We need Dave to come though. He's the best holder for Mike's Mike's extra points in field goals. Mike, did you did you uh, get a picture with Malia's family reunion down there? Oh, you fucking think you're there right now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm there. I've, I've been I've been here since Sunday. Hey, be That's quiet. Good. She's probably sleeping. Don't be too loud. Yeah, yeah. Shh, shh. Don't don't wake the baby. Um, no, it's it's been great. It's it's been great. Uncle Uncle Mikey time is in full effect uh, for the next uh, next couple days till we till we get back to Dallas. But no, it's you know what? Being back on the South Side's been good. I have had I've had all all the major food groups, which are Giordano's, Portillo's, uh, and Blaze tonight. Your favorite. We're about to have the patio. So you know what? Uh, Emily just texted me about that. What are you getting there? I I, I was thinking about the ribs. Honestly, I you got to get the cream of chicken soup. It's always hey, always a spot in the winter. Eat a W. I thought maybe you were gonna uh, get all banged up and have have uh, Mrs. Merrick drive you to the White Castle. No, no, that's 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 for, that's uh, a throwback Thursday. That's what Uber's for now. That's no, what that's Uber for. that's that's Christmas morning. We're going there Christmas morning. No doubt. Do you get? Are you getting the stuffing from there? They make a stuffing. No, no, but dude, their breakfast at White Castle is actually low key. What do they have in What do they have in Dallas? It's comparable. Do they have crystals? No, they don't have a crystals. There is a White Castle that's booing up in uh, Plano. Booing? So it's booing, dude. It's What's bullying. the matter with you? I don't know a lot. A lot of things are wrong with me. Actually, speaking of booing, your your boys from uh, from Florida get that Gator Chop playing UCF right now. I'm all over Florida. All over Florida. Are you guys on any action today or no? No, nah, I'm nothing right so now. I'm resting. You're resting. I well, I came out of the gates hot. I was three and zero, and then I lost two straight. I'm like, I gotta take a breather here. Yeah, and also just shout out to Brad Underwood and the Illinois basketball team. Um, went in yesterday. Oh, you guys will like this just because of the message board. So like, love to troll these guys. Told them I was coming down to the game, and then I joke. I joke. I I joke like at five o'clock, and it's like one of the articles is like three picks. Guess the win, and I'm like. Just checked into my Motel 6 in East St. Louis, about to take the tram across the Mississippi River, excited for the game, Illinois 69-60. Just because, not sure if you guys are familiar with East St. Louis, not the best place, and I don't even think there's a lodging place there. So There's, a, there's a casino there, though. There is a Nino. It was right outside my hotel across the Mississippi. They got the Were you actually at the Motel up. 6 there? No, there is no Motel 6. I was at, <laughs> I was at the Hilton at the Arch. Oh, sorry. We don't want to make yeah, this thing Yeah, so you more. can see the casino in East St. Louis. But no Nino action last night. Just went to Ballpark Village and a couple other places. Had a great time. One of the bars is actually Wheelhouse. I thought of you there, Merrick. Why? Why'd you think of me? I don't know. I have fucking Wheelers or something. Your old hockey team. I can't remember. The Wheeling Nailers? The Wheeling Nailers? Yeah. That's Taylor. Shout out to George Molares. Oh, yeah, I wonder how he's taking Lori Lightfoot's news. I hope he's okay. <laughs> We got to get him back on the podcast for spring training. Hey, but he doesn't um, give great. a shit. He lives in he lives in DuPage County now. 
<laughs> hey, Lori Lightfoot knows no bounds. I had to put my va- Vax card in to get in the game in St. Louis, Missouri yesterday. So <laughs> Lori strikes again. <laughs> Lori strikes again. This goddamn right. fat fuck Pritzker making a shore ID card yeah, at the game in St. Louis. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Come on now. Yeah, no, but it's no, in St. It's Louis. Funny. It's completely different. It was a joke. Like I, So I wore my mask inside just because I'm used to it at the State Farm Center, but no one's wearing their mask, but everyone's showing their vac- vaccination cards there. I, I don't understand Dude, what's going on the anymore. Is, I'm all done. Know, this podcast is done a, for the weekend. The whole thing's a farce. We're, we're now we're like, oh, well, these guys got to sit out because of COVID, but we're still going to play the game in front of 80,000 people. Don't get us wrong there. Yeah. Well, I got Ridiculous. some Wendy's. I got some leftover Wendy's I got to eat for dinner. And then um, Blazers winter breaks can continue. So good seeing you all. Have a Merry Christmas. And hopefully we're playing uh, football Sunday morning at Andrew um, High School football field. Yeah, stay safe. Of- stay healthy. Merry Christmas to you and yours. And look, guys, we want to be the first to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Check out our, our Instagram tomorrow to get yourself some free merchandise for the holidays. Again, 15th person to DM us is going to get a free sweatshirt. Uh, compliments of yours, uh, yours truly here. Uh, and then too, look for us, uh, look for our place throughout the weekend and, and check out some live, live footage, uh, on the football field on Sunday coming from Victor J. Andrew High School. Stay safe, have a great holidays, boys. I'll see you on Saturday. Peace.